<sighs> the comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hi, friends, and welcome to the Papaya Podcast. I'm your hostess, trying her mostest, Sarah Nicole, and each week I'm going to be dishing out some sweetness mixed in with some seeds of wisdom or something like that. So get ready to get inspired, get candid, get real, because we are all in this digital space together. Alright everyone, welcome back. I am so stoked to have today's guests. They're sharing a microphone. Mm-hmm. I know you, you're, yes, I, you're like a radio yes. host. I'm a little, yes. yes. Well, us. that never happens. I don't usually have two people on at a time, so I'm very excited. Please welcome Kat and Nat. Kat and Nat, thanks for having us. If you don't know who these ladies are, they are authors of the book Mom Truths. Your podcast is of the same name, right? That's right. You got it. Yeah, but it's not about, it's like moments of motherhood. Of but, course. But you're a lot so of, much more. There are a lot of stories that no one's heard, really. That's yeah. the outrageousness of life. You have have millions upon millions of followers on Facebook Mm -hmm. and you have a very, like your social media has blown up over the last few years. You've had, honestly, you have thrived in the realm of honesty with motherhood and womanhood, but I want you to introduce each of yourselves. It's so funny because I want you to actually identify each of your voices as well, because people collectively put you together. Like there's always a conversation of which one's cat and which one's not. So do you want to know, we share an email address. Yeah. We share everyone's like, who's responding. I'm like, it doesn't really matter. You've merged into one. Okay, well, do you want to hear a really crazy story? So yeah, I'm of Kat. course I do. That's Kat's voice, and this is Nat. I wonder if we sound the same. I think we do sometimes. No, you don't. You're oh, a little no. higher pitched, okay. and you're a little lower pitched. Just, it's my man, my man, woman. But people run into us and be like, they'll be like to me, like, "Hey, Kat," and I'm just like, "Hey." Yeah, we just don't. <laughs> even, we don't even crack. <laughs> hey. That's like, okay. Like, people just call me Papaya, and yeah. I'm like, "Hey." Ah, I know. Yeah, what's your name? What? Okay, yeah. got it. It's like you know when you have a dog and you go to the park and no one knows each other's names. Yeah, so you only yeah, know the yeah. Dog's names. <laughs> That's so-and-so's mom. So we were friends in high school and very loosely we were the ones who went off school property and we would get high and eat bagels at my house because it was around the corner. This is grade nine, like where we would. Bagels. Bagels yeah, and cheese. Very was, that's all that was in her mom's house. And we didn't, I know looking at us, you're, people are like, oh, I, like you guys were like, you know, like cheerleaders or like cheers. No, we did not fit into the traditional mainstream school system. 
Mm-hmm. And we went to a school that could care less if we were there or not, which wasn't helpful. So we just, we fit, we bonded over badness and everyone else was like getting straight A's and really good. And anyways, we didn't talk about much. We just kind of hung out. We were there with each other. Like <laughs> we were too high to remember yeah, what we, we were talking about. We, I wouldn't even say we had a deep friendship. It was, uh, like, it was, <laughs> it was just, wow. Someone to be, it was pretty surface level. I never thought of it. We didn't like support each other yes, as friends. Just someone to be, be like, just someone eat bagels when, <laughs> Oh my god! I never thought about that. Yeah, not a deep friendship. Not a deep one. No, I'm not sure I'd be oh. there if you called me at nine o'clock on a Friday night. You know what I mean? Might push to Klein. Anyways, we we were oh for gosh. some reason we just connected on a high level. We had friends always in the same group. Okay, fast forward. She for some reason had a baby. No, just kidding. And, and Facebooks me and keeps in touch with me via know, social so media. I was in school for child and youth work, and she thought she wanted to touch upon that. So we <laughs> met for coffee over that, but didn't really want much more to do with her. Like we're kind of like that was you know the person you haven't seen in your past, yeah. and you're like, oh god, I'll go fine. <laughs> you felt the same way. We went, and then we kind of connected. So weird. And then we had babies. Yeah. And she DM'd me. I had seven years of child and youth work and social work under my belt. Okay. Yeah. So I, and I had worked in like the guns and gang court. So you're now like what, mid 20s at this point? We were, yeah, yeah, yep. yeah. Oh, okay. And we are okay. Both, and so we were both married and like. Both kids. We, we are the only ones with kids. Okay. Uh, which you could probably relate Oh, to. yeah. You have um, your friends. You hold them tight. No, I found someone on Facebook who had a baby. She, and I was like, oh, my God. She DM'd me mind. within six weeks of having the baby. Oh, my and gosh. And I thought I was going to be the best mom ever because I had degrees. And I had worked with kids who wanted to kill me and turn them around. You know, I was like, yeah. like I'd been threatened with, like, I'm going to fuck you up kind of thing. And yeah. then yeah. I, I got them. So when this thing came out, and I was like, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. Like, yeah. did not know the what baby. I was. Yeah, the baby. This thing, the baby. The baby. <laughs> it was overwhelming. And she called me and said, come to my house. And I was like, hell no, I'm not leaving. I'm not leaving the house. Because in my experience, what was going on with me is my doctor had prescribed for me to go to mom's groups. And told me oh. where to go, what time to get there, and everything. And I'd go there. And all these moms were able to have these like conversations with their babies. And I felt like such an outsider just was not fitting in with these people I wasn't comfortable like being a mom I wasn't comfortable with having a baby that cried and they were all like going for coffee and I was like I just I can't I can't so when someone I knew had a baby I was like this one I can do this one I'm gonna make my friend so I went for I went for a play date the baby cried I couldn't get the stroller down I didn't know how to hold her I'd put her in the car seat she'd cry you know the brain rattle when the baby yeah. cries and how overwhelming you feel so I go for a play date and I never left now here's where the story gets weird we literally never left each other after that one date we just started to see each other every single day and we became each other's routine because Americans don't know that we get a year together like yes a year yes off. A yes lot of people are like part what which is yeah. great yeah but also terrible Mm-hmm. If you find motherhood hard. Because oh, so isolating. isolating. And I was one that stayed home after that. So like, act, yeah, it can be real hard. Yeah, really so hard. did we. You got to find your people. And and you end up, because you're the one that's home all the time, you end up being the parent that knows how to do everything because the husband's at work. Yeah. And then you So you're a default parent. Uh, you're yes. main, your lead parent. Yeah. So my dad goes to me. He's like, so Natalie Telfer is her grandmother. The, we don't the, the, the last name, Telfer. Yeah. So the, your grandmothers, who are both dead, were best friends. What? Were best friends. <gasps> and she was estranged from her grandmother and mine. They're both of their, their husbands died young. Yeah. So they were widows and they never remarried and they never mm-hmm. dated or anything. Mm-hmm. So the two of them would get together and cocktail together. And 
my mom said, you know, because she, she didn't have a good relationship with her mother-in-law and my parents were divorced, but she was like, Mrs. Belknap was the one friend that I loved of your grandmother's because she was just so fun and nice and it was nice Aww. to be around. So that was crazy. Then we read an email by Goop, like on an Instagram post. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Soulmates versus Twin Flames. So it's a psychic who's described, so Gwyneth's psychic on Goop, yeah. who has described different soulmates are a season. They come into your life for a, a specific thing and teach you and then move on. Oh. Yes, they're not forever. They're, oh, people you talk about that They're more. there to help you grow. Gotcha. They're a chapter, not the story. Not the story. Gotcha. Your twin flame is someone who you've been in life with over and over and over Thousands again. and thousands of years. Like you're basically forever. the same person. So when she describes it. What? And you're here to serve for a bigger reason. You're not here. <gasps> so, so we called her. We, we got a hold Obviously. of her. I said, we're twin flames. There's not many of them. <laughs> I go, we need to talk to you. So she gets on the phone with us and she's like, holy fuck. You two, had, like, we're blowing her mind to the point where she didn't charge us. Yeah. She's like, I have learned more from you two. She started telling her story to us because of being a twin flame. And she was like, basically, like, from the start, we were like, you know, because now we, what we've done, everything is just for other moms to make them feel like they have a place. Yeah, and, and women in general. And, women. and uh, she's like, you were like feminist crusaders back in the day. And the only thing is back then you didn't realize how important it was to stay close to your family. And you've learned your lesson now because you basically ditch the family to like, oh, Oh, wow. So she's like, now you've realized that it's important to also stay with your family. Anyways, fast forward. That's been crazy That because wherever we go, it's like people say, when you say you're like one, mm-hmm. it's honestly like we can finish each other's sentences. We know what each other's thinking. We can look at each other and be like, it's crazy. Well, when we watch you two online, there's such a closeness and a bond with you guys. And I love it so much because I think in a society today, we really glamorize family looking like husband, wife, children. You guys both have that. That, but it seems like the core relationship you each have with yourselves and then with each other. Yes. And so it's wonderful to watch women rise with family and apart from their family. Mm-hmm. So it's really neat. And I think the twin flame thing, while incredible, makes me envious as heck. I want a twin I flame. Know, I know, I know. That's really cool though. I love that you're actually using it. Like you have this gift. You obviously know it. Oh God, we struggle for a long time with why people would come to a theater to see us, right? Right. Like we struggle. Oh, oh why, yes. Why, yes. Why, like, like why are No, I'm so glad that you say that. that. Why are you here? Yeah. And we're still learning. Why are you so excited? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And the first time we did a show, we tried to have a cocktail party, Right, we tried right. to go out and yeah, have yeah, a cocktail yeah. party with, and like go out with them, and we were fucking mauled. Like yeah. we had to have security come and remove us, and we were like, "What the hell?" We Just, had we had to question, "What is this? Why do these women feel this way? Why do they feel like they're they want so to connected? Be? Like, they're so mm-hmm. they feel like when the first thing everyone says is like, number one, I feel like I know you. Number two, we're best friends. Mm-hmm. You don't know it, but we're best friends. We're best friends. And number three, I either have someone like you, I knew someone like you, or I want to have, have someone, someone like, like you. you. Yeah." All right, let's take a pause and talk about today's sponsor. But more than that, you guys have been talking about today's sponsor already. Go Macro. I've been talking about them on the podcast for a while. And now it's been so cool to see your responses. I've been getting so many snaps in my DMs of you guys holding up your Go Macro bars and just saying, oh my gosh, you weren't kidding. These are so good. And I love that for us. Like I really am so excited because Go Macro is this amazing mother-daughter owned vegan protein bar company. They believe in a balanced plant-based lifestyle being the key to kind of 
you know, balance of life. And we all know by now how fast paced my life is and how, you know what, sometimes it kind of knocks me down for being so fast paced. But these bars are with me every step of the way. On planes, when there's no dietary options for me, I pull out a Go Macro bar. When I'm traveling or driving and commuting, I pull out a Go Macro bar. I keep a pack in my car for this reason. They're available in 16 mouth-watering flavors. They're packed with 100% plant-based ingredients to fuel your body and your mind. Go Macro also offers three nutritious nut-free flavors, including oatmeal chocolate chip, maple sea salt, and sunflower butter and chocolate. They're all so good. I've yet to try one that I'm even like remotely disappointed in, but I got to say the release of the new chocolate peanut butter. Oh my gosh, nothing else like it. So I'm going to encourage you go be one of those people that have been DMing me with their Go Macro bars. Head on over to www.gomacro.com. That's www.g-o-m-a-c-r-o and use promo code papaya, P-A-P-A-Y-A for 30% off plus free shipping for a limited time. Let's go back to the show. We still question every day before we go out on a stage and all we can say is we have to show up with who we are and I think some people because we have a peer friendship where I wish nothing but the best for her and mm. there's nothing sexual related to it. She's like, oh, wow. No, I think it's, long. it's the purest <laughs> form it is. of a relationship yes, where it there's is. no expectations. And in, yep. in a marriage, there's always expectations. You know it was going to say it was when you said it's really nice to watch women grow inside the family, but then also outside the family. You know, sometimes that's hard for husbands. It is. I wonder if, I mean, I wonder what it's like for your husband, but he married you as you are. Mm, not <laughs> who you became, right? Not yeah. who you became. Because to flourish outside of the family can be hard for a man. Can be hard. We actually, it, it was huge for us because I had this like, I think coming out of a marriage where you really feel like that was your whole identity was this marriage and being a mom, I really fought for me in that whole next step. So Mm -hmm. in our vows, the words he said to me were that he would support me as a mother and as my husband, but more so he was going to support my independence. And so we have a very good relationship that's so built on trust, but also built on us doing each other. Like we both get to do our own things, get to have life outside of that. You're lucky you have. I know it is, but I had to, I know I am, but I had to like, honestly, my back was up and I was so scared in a big way to be in a relationship again. Cause I was like, I don't want to lose who I am and who I'm becoming. Cause there's this thing that we do all the time. When we talk about like marriage is failing or these words come out, that's you've changed. And it's like the worst thing that somebody can do. Yet the opposite of that would be somebody staying the same. And I don't want that for anybody. Oh, right. Once a man told us the biggest fear of most married men is that their woman will change from who mm. they married. Because often when you're a young woman, you want to please your husband. Yes, and yes. And you want to take care of him. Yeah. And you want to do everything for him and make him comfortable and mm-hmm. make him feel nothing but love. And like, you're okay. Even though my day's shitty, I'm here for you. Yes. And I'm, I'll swallow my shitty day for you because that's what women do right yeah back in the 50s they were taught put your lipstick on look the the books were literally written to how can you look the best be the best and create stress off of their plates i would say that's still today most it is for a lot carry everything the house the children (laughs) well we're learning because the pendulum swung right the pendulum is swinging we're trying to equate so much equality but we're still taking on so much at the same time of their traditional standards and Uh, roles so it's like this pushback of down to the middle and and i understand in a big way why it can be so scary for men but if they actually look at it 
in the bigger hole and where we're actually going to land. It's that we're equal parts, choosing to be together, having equal roles. They have less responsibility and we have equal responsibility. I wish wish all men could look at it like that. I wish they would too. It's really funny. I remember when I was dating my husband, he made more money than me and it really scared me. It made me feel small. I didn't want to be supported by another man. I wanted to feel like I always had this choice of independence. And I and looked you at him. you feel like that in your first marriage. I didn't. Well, I had no money. I didn't yeah. work. So I didn't even have a bank account. So I had- You know why we started what we do, right? Why? Because we felt the stress. We wrote a post, and I think so many moms were it about being the stay-at-home mom who yes. feels like a burden. Yeah. And they, the, our husbands weren't making us, but we felt like one. Yeah. And, we were like, fuck it. I don't we didn't want, want to spend too much on the groceries because then they'd be yep. like, find the receipt and be like, wow. It was a stress because they're earning. So it, beca- it becomes it, a stress, right? And they didn't ask us to be stressed, no, but we felt it. It, and, it happens. And we were like, we, we know collectively we need to make more money to alleviate their stress. Not for yeah. us, but to re- alleviate how they feel. Which yeah. is wrong, but it no, was but right it's No, but it's it literally was, what I right? said to my husband. I looked him in the face and I said, one day I'm going to make more money than you. He looked at me and he was like, and I can't wait. And that's how I knew I was with the right person. Uh I knew it because he was so supportive of my own growth apart from him that he saw the benefits of what would happen if I was successful on my own. And it has, there are days, I will say there are still growing pains when it comes to all of this. And I'm sure you can relate. There are days, and I've written posts about this. I had one day where my whole day was just laundry and dishes and being a mom and like schedules and all this stuff. And at the end of the day, I like broke down in tears because it just brought me back to like that being my only role in life. I honestly wanted to throw up because I was like, so scared of doing it again that sometimes I would, I didn't notice that even doing the dishes while it was like an equal shared responsibility home now, it was still bringing back these old triggers of this is my only purpose is to do this wow. today. And, and for some women who that is their only purpose, that's not your only, like that it's is not, that's, that's it so might okay. be your season right now and it might be and what you're in, but we can still, we can yeah. still find ways to, and I think this is what birthed you and what birthed me. We found ways to create beyond that. We found ways to tap for into who reasons, we were. For the wrong reasons. I was just bored in motherhood. Yeah, that yeah, was my reason. No, yeah. Uh-huh. And you know, but not, I shouldn't say for the wrong reasons, just for the reasons that weren't like, I think we've grown into ourselves mm. and the purpose has shifted as we have grown. And yeah, we're, I think our husband's they got a fucking hard lesson with us because yeah. we we were very we were very different. We changed. We changed. You changed good though. Yeah, they, people say like I didn't I haven't changed. We can honestly say we have changed. Yeah, and they've had to change with us and they're mm-hmm. part of our content and it has not always been, you know, we've learned. friends, I'm just going to sidebar that little chat because I need to tell you the story of something that happened a few weeks ago. I went to this local networking lunch and it was a bunch of other people in my community and an opportunity for us to sit down and see how we could support each other in the real life and on social media. And at one point during the lunch, everyone started passing out their business cards and I was sitting there with none. Now, historically, this has not always been the case. I always heavily relied on business cards to run my small business when I had an Etsy shop years ago, right to my blog, I used to hand it out. But in the last couple years, I really got lazy with it and I'd forgotten the importance of really stepping into the real world and how professional it makes you look, not just telling somebody to, you know, here's my email on a napkin or here's, you know, my Instagram page, I wanted people to kind of realize how professional I am and can be. So here's where Vistaprint comes in because this is exactly the same brand that I used all those years ago because they're easy to use, they're affordable, and you can make really great professional looking business cards 
on a really great budget. Being plugged in and prepared when an opportunity comes up is crucial. Those moments happen all the time and they're happening right now. Having a business card that shows us how professional you are in your pocket ready to hand out is the first step to making something happen. Ready to get started on your business card? Vistaprint is here to help with Own the Now with free shipping on any business card in any quantity. You get to choose whatever style you want, the finish, shape, paper you like to get free shipping because you can pick from the colors, the fonts, the designs, the images. It means that you can create something as unique and compelling as your business. Vistaprint wants you to be able to own the now in any situation, which is why my listeners will be getting free shipping on all business cards, any style, any quantity. Just go to vistaprint.com and enter promo code papaya for free shipping on all business cards, any style, any quantity, limited time offer. Own the now at vistaprint.com, promo code papaya. Now let's head back to the show. And you know, another thing is a lot of men want to make more money than their women. It's how you so feel in how them. They feel, yeah, right? it's very much in them. It's ingrained in them. And it's okay that that's, it's, it's okay that that's scary for them. It's the same as how a lot of us feel pressure to be married or to have children where a lot of women don't want that and, or maybe go through fertility stuff and can't do that. Mm-hmm. And, and that's really hard when you feel like your life's purpose is now being sidelined by a totally different narrative or a different, what it looks like being so, well, so different. When you don't need them. Yeah. They have to be the person that you yeah. choose, which is a whole different. And they and another man told us, he said, if a woman becomes really successful, often he's afraid you're going to leave. Because mm. we, do, we know we don't need men, but we want, we choose them in yeah. our life. You know, like, yeah. I don't need you. I choose you. Anyways, wow. You're making more money than him now. I am making more money than him now. You did it. You did it. I did it. And it was such a, there was not even a beat of jealousy or resentment. Amazing. It was, it actually made me feel as strange as it was. I think I always needed to feel validated that I was doing, I was making money and that's why I was leaving or that's why I was working or that. Cause for the longest time in doing everything for the bird's papaya it was about 10 years before I ever made a dollar. Yeah. So a lot of it was done over nap times early in the morning when the kids were in bed. Girl, so I, if I could just that way for us. Yeah. But like non-disrupting, how can I not just, disrupt everybody else's yeah. life from my job yeah. for something I'm not making money off exactly. of. That, that's, I think, every 100%. Mom. So the second I made money, I was like, oh, now it's valid. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Now right? I travel because I'm making money. Isn't it crazy? I, mean, I don't know if this is like for you, but the first time you got paid, like just... I mean, it wouldn't even cover the amount of hours that you put in, not nope. even close, even nope. for that one thing. No, nope. But you felt so good. Like, mm-hmm. we would plan events. We started off by doing um, just events for women to be able to get out without their babies so they could finish a conversation. social common, right? Was social that how common. it became? And we went and we would host these events, you know, just for an opportunity to get out of the house and to maybe learn something. And they'd see all the marketing we would do for it and all the, all the, event, time. All the effort and the planning. And never wanted people to have to, they bought the ticket, but we'd cover everything. So yeah, yeah, yeah. So it, we would be fine if we were to even have to put some of our own money in because we were feeling so good at what we were doing. And one time we finally like made a profit and we were $100? like, it was hundred dollars. And our husband's like, for all of that, <laughs> we were like, a hundred whole but, dollars. Do you but it was understand? the ground. It was the groundwork to what built into what you are today. And yeah. I think that if you're not chasing passionately what you're doing and doing it for free, and I say that all the time because people are like, "I'd love to do what you're doing," and I'm like, "Then do it and do it for free. Yeah, and do it like not being paid." And then, but I do also believe that we need to, as a society, also really champion women being paid oh because they God. do so much work for free. Mm-hmm. Happens over and over. And the second we see them, let's say even using Instagram as an example, we see them get sponsored work and. 
were like, how dare you? Even though 99% of their days are filled with free content, free stuff they're doing, they're spending time and they're emailing and they're doing all this stuff for what they love and what they want to do and the outpouring of work and content. I mean, your videos are entertainment and we get it for free. That is a good free entertainment. If you want to throw a sponsorship in there, I think it's great because I'm like, great. Now she's being supported to do this. So my free entertainment continues. And we have to remember that like magazines do it. TV TV shows do do it. it. Movies do it for like a fucking hour before the movie comes out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We have to, yeah. And we always say like, that if you want to support the people, you're, we're not asking you for money. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. We're getting paid by a, a, man who's, things. For you. a man who's probably so, making yeah. $700 million and they're paying us a percent. Uh, you know, like I'm someone like, else is buying a ticket to the movie and you get to watch it. But you should be OK with that. Yeah. So we we tried to we've been pushing back on. You know what? It is so true. And I've said this before, but when we read magazines, yeah, we see those ads and we flip by them. And when we, a commercial comes on TV, we'd go up and get go for a pee. And yet creators feel so much responsibility for their ads to be like so high performing and all the stuff, but we forget our own worth and the fact that like sponsored content is actually an ability for us to do our jobs outside of that yeah, ad. That being said, some people need to let go of their expectations of what, yes, oh, yes. how many fights we've gotten in being like, this won't do well, we'll post it, but it will not do yeah. well. Yeah, but they want the exposure. It's, it's like that brand alignment, right? But regardless, I want to hear the story because I know that you guys did a lot of work for free for a long time. Mm-hmm. It's been so fun. I can't even believe how long it's been, but I remember when your first Facebook video, it was years after Social Common. Tell us the thing about when Mom Truth kind of became a thing and what it kind of championed for women everywhere and for moms everywhere. And even people who aren't moms kind of fell in love with you guys because you do so much more than motherhood. And I think that's really good to say for anybody listening. Walk us through what that looked like when social media kind of started to pay attention. Oh God, it's really, you know, I think that everything we've done has never been uh, for something to go viral Mm -hmm. because if we were like, if everyone knew, then everyone would do it. Exactly. Everything we've done has been, I think, for our entertainment Mm -hmm. in terms of what we needed. And we're really lucky that we have each other because, I mean, there was one time we got an email from someone who said to us, we asked for money for a payment. They wanted an obscene amount of things, like their logo on our website and all Mm -hmm. it it was a brand. And she was representing the brand. It was a huge brand and I won't say who it is. And she wrote us back and I'll never forget the email. She goes, who do you think you are? When we asked for payment for what she wanted, you're going to go as fast as you came. My grandmother has more followers than you. (gasps) You two are nothing. From a professional, it went on. It was probably like, what, three paragraphs of what a terrible, what terrible people we were. I remember where I was when I read that. Because it's trauma. And I was like, I can't. Well, I also, I couldn't, I had never experienced some person being so mean mm. you know in her words and putting it on paper and then sending it I was more than being offended about the whole business thing I just couldn't believe somebody could be so mean which is so crazy because everyone actually gets to name their worth when you have like if you're yeah. a, a, you can get to name what, what that is because nobody is you you can't replicate the two of you use twin frame yeah. she she's like I'll ruin you you'll never work in this industry oh. again anyways there's been a series of events like that like we had a moment where we've both almost wanted to just fold everything up yeah. and not be here and you know yeah. I think like that one viral post did not what was it what it was, was the first all one the things moms think about in, oh and it went to, like, like 70 million views oh my gosh that's but incredible didn't change anything yeah just so you know yeah nothing, we didn't wake up to champagne and bells yeah. and, like <laughs> nothing nothing fucking changed yeah because I remember what at the time before we knew a blogger who she went viral and her story of what happened to her after she went viral was crazy. Yeah, like news cameras and people flying everywhere. What? Oh, yeah, yeah. So we just sat there and we're like, 
Where's the camera? Silence. Okay, well, I thought that was supposed to be exciting. It didn't do anything for us. Yeah. But this brand that people see or they see us together, like it it has always been on a whim. It's been an idea. Like nothing stays the same. Mumshoots has always just been our get in the car and see each other in the shit show of the morning. And, you know, I think that what we've realized is people come to us for for feeling better about their day, for Mm. smiling. Mm -hmm. for Yeah, and the other thing that we like to do and what, you know, makes these videos is also comedy because motherhood and being a woman and all this can be so heavy. And if you really think about it too much, you can get overwhelmed. Yeah. But if you can laugh about it, you can feel better. And you watch us laugh about it and we make you feel better. Like for us, laughter is like the best. Yeah. And you know what? It's all things that I think what's so cool is like people watch your videos and they're like, oh my gosh, yes. Oh my gosh, me too. And it's that connecting factor. You're doing it in such a funny way. I had this conversation a couple weeks ago with a friend and I was like, I was just sitting there and I was like, do you ever think about the fact that we all wipe our butts and look at the (laughs) shit on the paper? And she was like, that was weird. I'm like, but don't you ever think about how every day we all do that? But I feel like like you guys take these like random things yeah. and you're like that we all feel so whether it's in sex whether it's yeah. in motherhood whether it's just in being a woman you find these identifiable factors that nobody talks about yeah. and you're like hey we all are having so we, it we do we don't plan our content. you don't plan it we don't no think about you just it. rapid fire off we just turn on the camera it's fantastic we go and it is about pointing out things that people think about but don't say out loud but like I remember watching Seinfeld and I still do to this day and they he just points out things in the world that you're like, oh my God. The whole show was about nothing. Yeah. Yet it was yet it was so relatable and funny yes. because it was all, they were all things that so many of us had like gone through and the characters yeah. were always like somewhat identifiable. Just, same yes. with The Office, I feel. Yes. The Office, you you could literally work, like where I used to work, we would walk in and be like, that's Stanley, yeah. that's Michael. Like yeah. you could name every single person in The Office yes. and who they were. Me yeah. and my husband were definitely the Jim and Pam. Um, <laughs> but like you could find all those people, right? Yes. Like it was so and funny that you can figure them out. So many people who who follow us, they can see themselves in us too and things yeah. that we do, they do and they can relate to that. Yeah, yeah cuz you have that. even if your lifestyle is like t- so out there now you guys have a totally different lifestyle now but you're still so relatable because mm-hmm. it doesn't matter that you've like gotten more success or you've had all the you travel now and you do these things on stage. The fact is at the end of the day everyone does feel connected to you because of your ability to share and share so well. I will tell you nothing has changed in our life. Nothing mm-hmm. has changed. Mm-hmm. Like as, beyond the travel, as, as, probably. Beyond the travel, oh, yeah, but huge. you know, that is something that has become customary now. And like what people don't see is like, you know, the work that we put in. And yeah, that, you know, there is a team behind us, a yes. fucking huge team behind oh, us. Oh, good for you. Who, I have a part-time girl. I really need a team. Yeah, no, no. We have, I mean, I think, we, I think we have about like nine agents. Wow, like, amazing. Across, in the UK, in LA, in Nashville. That's in incredible. So like for people to think that this is just... You know, we, we're fortunate that we can do us with people behind us. Mm-hmm, now, as you mm-hmm. make more money and you get a bigger team, you pay more people. <laughs> yes. You know what I mean? It so always equals out and you pay more taxes. Equals out, but I don't I'm want, still I, waiting I want for that. I want no mom to sit there and think that we sit there and we are like working around the clock when yeah, we, yeah, yeah. we hire people and, and make less so we can spend more time with our kids. Because when it was yes. just the two of us, we were 20 for editing. We did our own websites. We figured out mm-hmm, how to do everything. And mm-hmm. That was not fun. Yeah, I and remember those days. And it, it's a long and exhausting. And we deserve to make money. And we deserve to have a life. Mm-hmm. And it's great that you actually have built up a business that actually employs other people. Yeah. It's really unfortunate that so many people look at it as like success being like a negative thing when really it, it, it actually is so good for the economy. Mm-hmm. You've built this team. You've built these people. You're supporting your family. You're supporting each other. And you are. You 
I've been watching you for so many years. You're no different. No, Nothing's I, different. It's 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 sad that people, you know, call us unrelatable because when we dress up and we go, you know, everyone's like, why do you need to dress up to go on stage? I'm like, because we're going on a fucking stage. And yeah. We need to, Would you not dress up going go. on a stage? Like, I don't know. Like, we're like, we need to feel like a little bit different than the two moms on the couch because yes. we have to go and entertain. Like, 2,500 people in a room. I got to put a costume on for yeah, that. Yeah, and like, and you know, the, the back, like the feedback that we can get from people or, or the comments and like, you know, sometimes you have to stop for a minute and then you're like, fuck it, just keep on moving. And yeah. you know, you can let people choose to impact you. Mm-hmm. I think we focus so much on the negative in social media. And yeah. And we, we collectively try to just be like, this is our slice of happy. Join yeah. us. Yeah. Like, get the fuck out. Like, <laughs> yes. don't comment if you don't like it. You can unfollow. That's your power. You don't come into my house and tell me how much you hate it. Mm-hmm. You would never do that. That's so funny because comments, I you? do. I do. But I, can't I believe it. It's so wild, but it also fuels me because it, it reminds me of my why. It reminds me yeah. why we're having these conversations because we live in a society right. that still wants to oppress women. And I'm okay if that's challenging comes up. And I'm also really willing to hear people if they want to be constructive about it. There's different between if somebody DMs you with like something constructive mm-hmm. versus somebody who wants to put you on blast publicly. It's mm-hmm. a very different type of tone. What but mental health wise is really hard. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. We go on the Today Show and they share our videos and reading the comments. Oh my God. Yeah, remember they were like, you, they're always dirty. They're filthy. They're so <laughs> gross. Like, <laughs> you know, like, Sorry. Yeah, we are pretty gross in our videos, but that's us every day. You know what I mean? Like, just like, uh, I don't know why. But again, an oppre- like that is such a, again, a societal oppression of women that they want you to show up in the way that they want you to I show know. up not how you are. There's, it's so interesting that you kind of get to experience and it can be really, really hard. So I want to know how do you deal with mental health wise? Do you guys have to tap into things? Are you pretty much a bless them and block and move on type mentality? So I we don't actually see. We have one follower, God, actually two, who just let us know. And she's, she's I think they're grandmas. Yeah, and they're like, that's not a good look for you. That's terrible. Take that. But she's constantly there, but not in a mean way. Yeah. Kind of, you know, if there was one piece of advice we did give, it would be, we're really okay with us. Mm. Like we really, I don't think we see a lot of what people think of us because we really are just, you know who our, you are. We really are solid. And do we fuck up? Oh my God. Do we make mistakes all the time? Do we wish yeah. we could, could be more successful sometimes? A hundred percent. Do we yeah. compare ourselves sometimes? A hundred percent. Like we're, yeah, not, of uh, course. we're not like, oh my God, we're totally okay. But day in and day out, do we sometimes go to bed and wish uh, we had done something differently with our kids? Yes. Then do we change it the next day? Yes. Do mm. we, we don't get stuck in much. Yeah. And I think that, again, when you go back to like a gratefulness for just being, you know, who we have a house, we have yeah. children who are, are healthy mm-hmm. and we have opportunities to meet people that we never would have met before. Mm-hmm. And we're not better than anyone because no. we're more, we're not better because we're like, we're just figuring it out and we're so appreciative of everyone who, who supports us. Yeah. But we're because not, you show up for people. You yeah, really do. I think and people you, are really positive on our platform. And I think you begin to feel negative when you think negative of yourself. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. when you, you'll look, you'll see the negative when you feel the negative. So yes. we try to flip that and, and reverse it. We're just like, you know, often we'll thank them. Th- thanks for your comment. I'm sorry you feel that way. Yeah, right. And that's exactly it because the pressures from what everybody else kind of wants of us. And I think that that is, somebody said that to me the other day they're like, because you now have a platform, people will now project onto you what they think you should be doing with that platform because that's what they would do if they had it. Mm -hmm. But it doesn't really do much honor to who you are as an individual, the growth you've had, your own personal truth, if all you're doing is trying to please everybody else. 
I will tell you one time I went to a hockey tournament. This is like a world-renowned story because it was one time that I I was like taken aback by, I it was in Buffalo. I had my, watching my son, my husband was coaching. Mm-hmm. I had my two little girls with me. There was like seven turn like it was so jam-packed. Okay, yeah, I yeah, just yeah. driven three hours trying to make his team and I had walked in and I just walked in and sat down. Yeah. Okay. Literally, I'm sure I had my mom face on because I didn't want someone to go rogue or to scream. You know, she was three at the time, the little one. They didn't want to be there. And oh my God, right? So later, someone DM'd us and goes, I'm so disappointed, but you're the talk in the Facebook group about what a bitch you are (gasps) and how how much of like the nicest thing about you is your hat. And I was like, so taken aback. In your Facebook group? No. Oh, in in a a different one. In multiple mom face groups Mm. that was being talked about because there was a bunch of moms at the hockey tournament. And I said to Nat, I'm like, not one person talked to me. Yeah. Not one person said hi to me. Was I supposed to know who followed? Was I supposed to be like, hey, hey, like walk through wave? What do we- no. I walked in and sat down. No one said anything to me. And I'm like so disappointed that women would jump on me like yeah. that. When or I have was- conversations in private about another woman to rip her down. Uh, in a group. In a group. I've and had we- that ha- the exact same mommy group. Somebody came to me and was like, by the way, in the mom groups. We're talking about this. Oh, and we're we, really and disappointed to see this. And oh, I was like, we've been cool. we've been given the heads up. Once we were in another mom group that we yeah. were no moms. We were yeah. like, we have like hired our <gasps> like we were fake moms. And I'm like, do they mean we hire our children or we're not real moms because we don't do traditional mom things? Like what what mm. are we talking about here? But a mom is a mom if she works, if she stays at home, well, if that's she's our like whole message. It, it's so but it's so important to hear it because especially for someone like me where I felt like that's all I was and that's the only part of me. And when I came out of it, really felt lost. And for a lot of women who are at home and get to watch you guys living your life outside of it, it kind of reminds them that there is more to it. Even if you're making the choice or you don't have the choice and you're staying at home financially or for whatever, that there is another part of it. And we can join collectively in motherhood and how different it looks. Sometimes I just need to watch Jillian Harris because I love being able to see her go and do stuff and like run a team. And like, she just had a baby and like her husband's like at home with the kids sometimes. And I'm like, I need to see that sometimes. She's got a really nice house. She's got a house. <laughs> How the hell is it clean? But she probably has a team. And a really nice pool. Right? Like there's a, there's a, I know. So nice. Jesus. (laughs) But why is she like, her feet is so perfect. Yet her as a human Mm -hmm. is so relatable. And like, what is that? And it's because of how she shows up on her stories. It's because she, like, even if she's so unrelatable, she's so unrelatable in lifestyle, yet she's so relatable as a woman. Yeah, but but so Because we don't have to have the same, yeah. And we can't all have the same bank accounts and same homes in order for us to be friends no. like and let me tell you I follow a minimalist group and I'm never going to become a minimalist but I like to see what the I like to see what they're doing, doing. You know what I, mean? I want to watch them I'm yeah gonna, I'd be a fan but I'm not doing it it can be hard when people kind of run this the term relatable too and that and that can that be word. really hard because what's really I don't know like for a long time people really loved I was relatable because I was a single mom and I was really struggling financially and that was so relatable for a lot of women But then what happens is it's almost like survival guilt when you get past that and you kind of start to step into success. Like you guys are saying, like there's this part of you like stepping out onto a stage that you're like, why are people here for this? Do you have like almost kind of like survivor's guilt where you're like not, because you even said you came from single mom. Like, is there part of you that's like, ah, I struggle with the fact that we are kind of living in this success, even if it might be different for other women. Because there's part of you that still kind of feels, my heartstrings still pull at the women who are being comparative and are struggling to see another woman who has stepped past maybe that those hard times I think at our shows that we always say this isn't about us this is about all of you mm-hmm. and we think of it like our house like we're here to host you and it's yes really important. that's You're, a good like it's not like we're like come and watch us it's mm-hmm. like let's and the amount of dms we've gotten that people have come alone 
and mm. women have surrounded them and taken them as friends home. And, oh my gosh, I love that. And I think that and they're so and and so many of these women are so proud of us. I, I don't feel bad for our success. I feel like our success means that more women feel like they have a place where mm. they can come and feel good. And so that the more successful we are means more women are a part of our community. I love that. And mm. that just feels good. Good. And, I, and also it, I like being an example for women. Like if they, if they haven't come out, gone out in five years yeah. and they're watching us and they've been watching us as moms and now we we're traveling and, and we're okay with it. And yes. People, and we don't people, think we're bad moms about it. Yeah. And no. people are like, thank you. I now took a trip with my friends mm-hmm. and I thank you for, so I think just getting honest with what's okay for you mm-hmm. you have to inspire people with what can be okay for them and they mm-hmm. never knew you yes know? and yeah. I think that that's just what we always try to lean on is like we're okay everyone yeah. we're gonna be okay so talk me through you wrote a book you do the whole thing on Facebook you did yeah. your Facebook lives the mom truth they all started going really crazy viral you've got your Instagram it's kind of crazy too and then you've got you know you wrote a book somewhere in the middle of all of that and started a podcast that hit number one yeah how has that been? What have you loved about it all? How was writing a book? Okay, so we should really have this conversation because that oh. all sounds like a lot of success. But before we wrote the book... I mean, it's like how many years have you guys been doing this? I, I okay. would say that it's almost like it's finally coming a, to a its re- A place. really long time, but randomly... We had a really, we're like embargo, we can't talk about it, but there was someone that came into our life who was a really bad decision and like literally our lawyer's like, you cannot, okay, so we're like, fine. But so before that happened, we were kind of like, no, 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 like really tried to be controlled over, okay? Mm. Thank God we didn't sign anything. Then we randomly get put in touch with like Tina Fey and Amy Poehler's agent. Whoa. Yeah, okay. And he's like, my girlfriend's a huge fan of you. I already know who you are. You want a book deal. Literally random, okay? So it was organic. So we were like, oh, now that person we were with, we separate from that and we get back on track and we're trying to figure this out. And then one of our agents is like, let's do a podcast. Let's get you on a network. Well, the network says no. We don't want them. They they're because it was just an idea. Mm. So we we're like, fuck it. Pull up our phones and decide to start going right on our phone. And then it went to number like right. And they were like, you're gonna have to do it. You're gonna have to record a few. It'll go live in March and like four months from now. And, and we're like, like, we don't want to wait four months to start. We want to do a podcast today. So we're like, fuck it. Did it on our phone. And like the week after, we release it. And then it goes to number one. And we're like, you know, with nothing other than this. And- I know that's actually blowing my mind. Mm-hmm. Guys, I'm not kidding. I reached out to them and I was like, how do you guys record your podcast? Like, what is your setup? <laughs> yeah. They're like, uh, uh, we mic, but we, we, never, like an, we never used it. They're like, we use an iPhone in our car. And I'm like, what? So please don't look at that bookshelf. I, I love it because all the little Lego look, guys. It makes my snappies are on just, there too. Just stop looking that way. Please. Uh, I just you. love it so much. <laughs> I do feel normal. So there's so I, it, when we name everything, there's such a story behind each one. Yes, and really, it's been us been like. When I say we say fuck it, we literally go fuck it, let's go. And every piece of success we've had is because someone has said no to us. Oh, I love that. And we go fuck it, watch us. And when that woman was like, "You'll never do it. You'll never make money." We're like, "Fuck it, watch." Literally. Watch us to the point. I wonder which how she feels now. We're to the point where she one day was like, "This isn't worth it." We're She's not making money. She sent her a Christmas money. card. Yeah, we could. We forgive you. <laughs> oh, okay, fine. We, <laughs> we kind of do. I mean, she was a big reason why. We well, she's a, she pushed you in a way, yeah. Yeah. right? And Nat was sitting there, and she's like, "I can't do this anymore." She was in depths of fourth baby and like mm. struggling and overwhelmed. <laughs> and oh god, there's another story we could tell where she was basically like having a panic attack as we were on live TV, uh, and we were like falling apart. 
And I go, what's it going to take like, so I can help you? And she goes, we need to make $2,000. <laughs> I said, fine. I got on the phone and I was like, I pitched ourselves while she was sitting in the living room. I called someone. I'm like, "This, we're going to do this. Do you want in? And, and the person said, yes. And I go, I just got us $2,000. And she was like, what the fuck? Literally within 15 minutes of her saying I was quitting. And yes, I, I was like, all right, money. Now we'll go to the doctor. And when we're done at the doctor, I'm ready to carry on. Yeah. So it, it's been moments like that where we have been. Just pushing through. Major. Like me, like she had had a baby and we had a contract and it was her fourth baby and we had to go on TV the day after she had a baby. <gasps> You're like Meghan Markle. They put it. <laughs> she was. She had a blood clot oh. that came out of her while we, we were, were on, on live TV. TV. I felt it come out and I was like <gasps> running to the bathroom. She's like, "What's wrong?" But I'm we, like, "There's blood." We had a con. We had a con. Yeah. With a newborn. Like, yeah. I can't even believe the things. Not healthy. Not <laughs> recommending. Not saying to do it. But it's incredible, isn't it? It's incredible the amount of things that we think we're at our end. We think we're not going to be capable. We can't really do it. And and yet somehow, I love using that word alchemize, that bad somehow turns to good. Mm. And it's that now made, it's doing something. It's, like it's I have to look at you guys. Um, yeah, it's all you knew. You guys mm. said that you were a little bit scrappy about the way that you did things, but that's kind of who you are. You Still started are. in friggin'. Yeah, and I love that because yeah. that's not really changing. Even if you have a team, if you have, your same ethics are there, oh my the God, same core reasons of why are there. It is, it's always your reality same. for each other, even if your reality has changed and now you're on stage and you're not only just in your living room anymore, it's the same content. It's the same people. Everything. It's the same. It just is looking different in different places. Yep. It's moved yep. where it is. It hasn't changed your platform at all. No. And I freaking watched you for so long. And I can say that it is same. so amazing. I know you we've been friends. We're finally meeting my husband always says that my friends are not real friends until I meet them in real life. Okay. So I'm like, I needed no, this. Friends. I needed real this. Friends. I always like, yeah, I know Kat and Nat, But I, like now I get to be like, yeah, I, I like just hang want out. people to know because I think that we do have like an eternal optimism. Like mm. we're known for being quite like our stories are kind of like, like because the hard doesn't impact us mm -hmm. like the hard hits us for a moment and then we're like fuck it let's move on like mm -hmm. yeah it is our I think we end our, our podcast with go fuck yourself in a really nice way because mm -hmm. it's like fuck it let's move on let's just stop let's stop yeah let's stop sitting here and beating ourselves in our up chest every day. yeah let's stop let's stop yeah like, I'm, I'm this I'm that no fuck it let's move on yeah and start who cares if outwards. you're a different kind of mom and that I was kind of done with like not done with the stay-at-home mother chapter but my kids were a lot older when I came to find you guys and I had so wished for people like you because I wasn't the person, like I said, when we were talking earlier, I wasn't a lot like my mom who was really good yeah. at crafts and really good at keeping a home. I was horrible at those things. And yet that was my job. And it you took me a long time to figure same. out who I was in the midst of doing a really okay. I was a mediocre. Okay. But you know what? My kids are amazing. They're such good humans. Yeah. My home is good enough. It's functioning. It's yeah. fine. And <laughs> you know what? Like we're so much more valuable than all those things. And I needed people like you that bring in the grit of it, that right. bring in that, the, again, those truths to it all that remind us that it's so, do I get bored? Yeah. I don't, like, I always think that I would love a day off, but I can't do it. We're bored all the time. We're like, I what else have we to do? go. Everyone's yeah, like, there's always something. Like, We're bored. Let's go. What else? Yeah. I think I had to beg to differ with a mom. This kid was, we were at a dance recital, whatever, and the kid was bored. And he's like, I'm bored. And the mom goes, only boring people get bored. And I was like, I have to interrupt. <laughs> Because I don't consider myself a boring person and I'm bored all the time. So that thing that my mom always used to tell me that, people always used to tell me that, you're a boring person if you're bored. I'm like, no, no, no. I just have too much. I don't, think, like I don't think that's right. I'm bored a lot. We're always fucking and bored. And I don't think I'm boring. No. And there's a lot of things I could be doing. Like I could be doing the dishes. I could be doing it, but I want to. No. Yeah. no. 
So I like to, yeah, it's, I'm very bad at those kinds of things. But my mom used to always like say the boring was a swear word because if you're bored, that means that you should be doing something. (sighs) And so I was like, oh yeah, exactly. So getting up and doing something. But honestly, when I, I, that's why I love the conversation of like, how did you get started? And I'm like, because I was bored in motherhood, I needed mm-hmm. something else. And that something that's else was like frigging coding my own website at like you 11 o'clock. You know what I mean? Like it was real I scrappy. Was I remember this. And that's why I love telling people anybody can do it. That was our it. only fight. Well, the one thing remember coding? was, um, <laughs> the website, you're like, it's not done. Like it's fucking I there. I wasn't fighting. I, I just was so mad at I, you. No, look, I'm like, I can't see it. It's I coded fact. the whole website. I had got it up. She's like, it's not there. I'm like, it's fucking there but she was on the American side I'm like uh, I don't see it I'm like it is fucking I just spent four hours coding this motherfucking site Natalie and she's and like, like factually, nothing, nothing factually I don't see it <laughs> and then, and then that was, was your one fight and then she's, oh now, gosh I mean we weren't really fighting but I was still livid. I was like I'm like I can't hilarious it it's not here sorry <laughs> I remember, though, being, like, driving downtown, because we live, like, uptown in Toronto. Yeah. And I was driving downtown with my girlfriends. They all didn't have babies, and they all had jobs downtown, like, PR agencies and advertising and, like, all this stuff. And I remember feeling, like, when I was driving downtown, I want to get out. Like, I want to get out again. Like, I just, all I do is I'm at home with the kids, and I'm in the same neighborhood. I feel like I'm not connected to the world at Mm. all. Like, people go out to restaurants. People do all these things. I'm like, oh, and trying to put your first outfit on? Like, after you've been a stay-at-home mom for so we Like, we didn't get dressed, and we were like, what's cool like actually what's anything's cool in toronto i I always feel like i try and dress cool and then everyone's wearing sweatpants and cool hats and i'm like damn it it's also like we're dressing down now (laughs) you go to la and everyone's just in like when you care less is what makes you cool yeah totally (laughs) and then then i was like guys what am am i gonna do like i need to get and they were like why don't you do like charity like work or something i'm like i'm not that rich that i could leave the house and just go do charity work if i'm gonna get out there i need to bring back some money and then a cat and i would sit in her kitchen i was just like i just feel like there's something out there for us to do i don't know what it is but i just feel like we have to get out of this kitchen (laughs) you also weren't on meds you were med free and obsessed with talking about with the the whole same call i'm like okay okay and then i'd have to jump if i didn't jump fast enough she would and then finally she was like okay then let's do something i'm like sweet Sweet and Jesus. that's now how it began. And this is it. Yeah. How long has it been? How many years? Well, she had three. I had two. They're eight and they were about a year old. So seven years. Seven years. Yeah. Seven, years. Yeah. seven years. Only seven years. Only seven years. You're killing it. Okay. Tell everyone where they can find you. At, it's basically a cat and that with a C. C-A-T-A-N-T-N-A-T. And we didn't make that up. That's our real name. I know. I actually love that. Cat and Nat. Kitty and Nitty. Kitty. That's how they know us. Giddy, giddy. Giddy, giddy, kitty and nitty. All right, you guys. Thank you so much. What a refreshing conversation. Okay, we dropped good. a lot of F-bombs for three moms in a living room. Okay. Is no, that you're not- allowed. No, you're allowed. Uh, sorry. I we, never know. We cut the idea of not swearing real f- on like episode one because I was like, we just need it. It's yeah. fine. It's it's good for us. So Right. Because people get cussing. They get offended. But now they know. Cussing. cussing. Stop your cussing, girls. I'm like, sorry. Ladies don't cuss, but we do. <laughs> well, thank you so much, everyone. Go and check out Cat and Nat. Share this episode if you're really vibing with it. I want more people to kind of understand that motherhood looks totally different for everyone. And whatever that looks like for you, maybe you find a place in these two women. By the so. way, men follow us. ton of teenagers follow <gasps> us. And they turn us on to their mom. Like their mom. I like love it. Yeah. So you do not have to be a mom to relate to human yeah, experiences, I, right? I absolutely agree. And sometimes it's really good to find people that can 
can talk about experiences that have nothing to do with us yeah. so we can learn how to be better yes. supports. Preach. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Go find them at Cat and Nat on Instagram. That's going to find you everything else like their book and their podcast you, and you so what much Nat more. Was looking at right now? Strippers. What are you looking at? Strippers. She's oh trying my to gosh. find strippers for us to travel with. <laughs> That's what it is. looks too young. Okay. Well, there we get the, you know, <laughs> keeping it real. Strippers, keeping it real. Strippers and moms. It's a she thing. She does get bored real fast. Yeah, oh God. She, <laughs> we're literally she, podcasting. No, she's, she's, she's like, well, strippers came in. She's like a squirrel with strippers. You got to watch out for that. When strippers are a priority over everybody. It's true. Oh my it's gosh. Fact. The husband knows. Well, <laughs> that's a wrap. <laughs> well, friends, thank you so much for tuning in and listening to today's episode. For more information on this episode, check out the show notes or find us on Instagram at the papaya podcast. And if you loved what you just listened to or know somebody who would, please share it. Simply screenshot today's episode in the podcast app and share it to your Instagram stories. And don't forget to tag us. Last but not least, if you'd like to lend your personal support to the podcast, take a moment and leave a review on iTunes. We would be oh so grateful. Tune in next week for a fresh new episode of the Papaya Podcast, and we'll see you then.